Hey there, welcome back to this week's episode. I hope that you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving. I hope the weather was kind to you. Uh, now that all of us who are on the healthy train have to get our life back together and moving forward and shredding and preparing for Christmas to come right back around. Uh, so this week's special guest uh, is Mallory Lynch. Um, you're going to hear in the pod and her story and how we got connected but just a a quick teaser i'm just gonna let you know that we were in a group message uh, with these women that uh, we did bible study with on tuesday nights and eventually she uh, reached out to me directly and i was kind of hesitant because one, I didn't know her or anything, and she just started asking these questions. And I was like, all right, God, if this is you, you're gonna give me the words to say, and he did. And that sparked a conversation, and we're almost a year into our friendship. And uh, we've never met, unfortunately. We've talked all the time uh, through text and through the phone and all of that. And uh, she's really just been an inspiration as far as Uh, just hearing her story and just her drive to step right into God's calling over her. And I remember in the beginning of our friendship and conversation, she was like, how do you know that this is what God called you to do? I said, he will make it abundantly clear to you and keep showing it to you over and over. And he will give you an opportunity to use the calling and purpose that he has over your life. And that's exactly what he's done. She just published uh, not too long ago her first book. She's already working on her second book. She started a podcast. Uh, It's so great to just see how when you take that step of faith and you remove fear and you remove all the denial from your mind, and realize that God is in control and he has each one of us here for a specific reason. And when you step two feet into that, it is amazing to watch him uh, magnify things in your life and then watch you glorify him all in the same transition. So uh, buckle up, get a notepad because she has a lot of great things to share. Uh, all of her social media tags are going to be in the comments. Uh, how to get her book is going to be in the comments. Uh, be sure to share this episode with somebody. I am super super excited about just what God is going to do for her uh, and through her and just to be a part of it, a little, little bitty part of it. Um, It's just all about things. It brings it back to connections and the importance of connections. So buckle up, stay tuned. There is at the very end, some technical situation with the sound because uh, I don't know exactly what happened. And I think it was just maybe God telling me to, all right, it's time. It's done. You're done. <laughs> but uh, it is a great episode and I hope that you enjoy it. Hey guys, it's Bethany here. I am so excited about this episode. This is an episode that uh, we've tried to do a couple times, but uh, God has just detoured us for a reason. And I think it's just for this um, lazy Saturday morning, afternoon. I don't even know what time it is at this point in my life. I'm on my fourth cup of coffee and I am excited. We've already had a lot of laughs. So um, if you're listening to this in your car, I probably wouldn't turn it up too loud because then if we start laughing, you're going to be like, oh my God, these women. Uh, so the guest that I have on today is actually one that I met through a text message, which we'll talk about that later on in the episode. 
Uh, but God worked it all out. So I'm going to quit talking and let her introduce herself. Okay. Well, guys, my name is Mallory. Um, I remember a couple, I think maybe a year ago, if that, I sent you a message mm -hmm. and I heard of you from a friend and it was that feeling of, I had a tug on my heart of, I wanted to start a podcast, but I wasn't ready yet. I was still a little bit scared. Um, and I just slowly started talking to you and you just encouraged me and you just, you kept watering me. And today I'm very grateful that I actually get to put a face to the woman that uh, all I've had previous is just words. And so I think it's crazy how God connects the dots. Um, I'm mm -hmm. very grateful to be here. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's all about women encouraging women um, because you reminded me to do this scared. And so you helped me face one of my fears. So I thank you for that. Oh, I'm not going to cry it's too early. Thank you. Thank you. You weren't expecting that, were you? No, I wasn't. And I know like in the back of my head, but I struggle with that, honestly, like when people say things like that, because I don't do it for me. I don't do it for, you know, the recognition. I do it for the Lord. And so that's like, and I'm actually teaching on that tomorrow at our women's uh, ministry. And so it's one of those, it's really hard for me to to accept it. And I wonder at times, like if Jesus ever felt, I'm sure he did, because I feel like that. So yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, so I saved that for you. I wasn't going to tell you that earlier. I was like, you know what? She needs to hear this. And I pray that she receives it because sometimes yeah. we hear things, but we don't receive it. Right. And no, so I, I pray those words resonate in your soul because absolutely. you got something. The Lord is shining on you and, and it's that's beautiful. That is so funny too, because this week I've really, well, the last couple of weeks I've been like, Lord, is this where I'm supposed to be doing? Like, you know, like it's a tough season yeah. right now. And I'm just like, can you please give me some kind of sign? So that's just another confirmation that just keep walking forward. So I appreciate that. Yes. There's your sign. <laughs> Literally. On this rainy Saturday morning, there is your sign. Keep going, baby yeah. girl. Keep going. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yes. With your fourth cup of coffee. Oh yeah. Hey, I know. I really got to slow down on that. I know that can not be good for our healthy lifestyle that we are living, but there's no creamer in it this morning. So I'm progressing. So of course we'll see. So, uh, I am going to put it in the comments below just for everyone. Um, you do have a podcast now, which is what are you on your, what second, third episode? I'm on my third, I think. Um, I'm going to drop one also for Thanksgiving about gratitude. Um, because this is one of my favorite holidays minus Christmas. Um, but I honestly, in my heart, I think we should be grateful every day. Mm -hmm. Kind of like Valentine's Day. I hate that holiday, if I'm honest, because I think we should show love every day. Right. So the Lord has opened my eyes to, on Thanksgiving, you know, teach people how to be grateful every day. Not just one day where we gather at a table and say, hey, mm -hmm. what are you grateful for? You know, I challenged myself almost four years ago to start a gratitude list every day and mm -hmm. to write 10 things that are different to really show, you know, the, the simplest thing to the biggest thing of what I'm grateful for. Right. And it starts small, but then it opens your eyes and you're like, wow, he does take care of me. If he takes care of those sparrows, he will take care of his kid. Absolutely. And so, very grateful for that. Yes. The podcast is the Muse of a Misfit um, because 
I feel like my calling is to reach the misfits, the crazies, the ones that are lost. And, you know, I, I was a prodigal. I still am a prodigal, but I run to the father now. And Absolutely. I feel like, um, I understand what it feels like to be lost, um, mm -hmm. to be misunderstood. And, you know, I thought I sold my soul to the devil and did the crazy lifestyle. And so now it's, I'm a Jesus freak and <laughs> it's, that's perfectly okay with me because I will lay my life down for the one who laid his life down for me. Um, and it's, I love having other followers that, you know, I love doing this with you because it's one to another. And if we get bold about our story, then, you know, he can change the world. And that's why we're here to show his love. 100%. And it's so, it's not funny. It's not a coincidence that you use misfit because our pastor uses that. He says that our church is the church of misfits. It's where misfits don't fit in or i'm not exactly sure how he quoted but it's where we you know often come together and it doesn't matter our background doesn't matter where we're at in our walk that we're just coming to the house to worship and to have fellowship and so and where the the lost go to get healed you know and i love that so it's just crazy like you said how god is just connects those little dots and the little you know instruments he's sharing with us uh so I'm excited about your podcast. I'm excited that you finally took the leap of faith. And uh, even in your scared and pausing and recording and pausing and recording, I'm actually sharing with one of my uh, ladies this morning that she's doing a video for us on our Facebook page. And she's like, I've recorded several times. My phone died. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. I'm scared. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, it doesn't is, get easier. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't because you can, like, I've been doing random videos, I don't know, like four or five years now, and still I find myself stopping and recording and, like, did I just say that? And then sometimes I'll say that and just keep going. It's part of the podcast or it's part of the video, and I'm just like, it is what it is. <laughs> but you know what? That's a reminder. We're human. Yeah. We absolutely. never got nervous or anything. It would be like, okay, we're robots. I don't right. want to be a robot. I want to be human that you see right. that I act like you're in front of me that, hey, let's just have a conversation. Let's not right. make this harder than it is. Right. It's easier for me in person than it is with the screen. Like, thank God I'm seeing someone else's face. Right. right? Because when it's just me, it's like, what am I doing? I'm talking to a computer and I don't know who's going to hear me. And I don't like the sound of my own voice, but I feel like he's called me to speak. So right. take over, please, Jesus, because right. this makes me extremely uncomfortable. But mm -hmm. when I take a breath and I let him speak for me, then it's just amazing how words just flow. And that's right. how I know at the end of the day, it's not me. Right. I'm just a vessel for him to be able to reach whoever mm -hmm. needs to hear my voice. Right. And it's just when we step out in faith, like you did with that text message and gave me that little piece of that, that mustard seed of faith mm -hmm. and now seeing it grow just because mm -hmm. he didn't give up on me and you didn't give up on me. Right. And now being able to see that my podcast is here. That's just thank you for that. Thank Absolutely. You. And I think that's great advice for anyone stepping out into what God's called them to do, whether, you know, not everyone's called to speak. Some people are called to serve and to, you mm -hmm. know, uh, 
I think about like my old career being in the healthcare, like that was my ministry at that time was, you know, the patients and the people I worked with and things like that. So it's not so much the speaking and the podcasting. That's a great advice for anyone out there. You know, just do what we're called to do as believers is to go out there and spread the good news because it's too good to keep it to ourselves. It is. It changes lives. I mean, yes. He came for a reason, and that was right. to save us. I mean, right. he died for a reason, and that was he forgave us. He took on our sins. And right. if we forget that and we just take that, you know, for granted, then we're wasting life. And Absolutely. that's just, oh, our world needs, needs revival. It needs right. people like us to just get bold, get vulnerable, get, mm -hmm. get honest. Yeah. Realize, hey, we're human. So. Yeah, that vulnerability with me comes with lots of tears a lot of times, and was a lot of pain. Yeah, our youth pastor this morning sent me a TikTok with this guy wearing glasses and little sponges on the bottom of the glasses to hold the tears, and I'm like, I wonder if they come in leopard print because I would totally wear. It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. But it, I mean, I it's that sensitivity to the spirit and it's it's good and bad at times because sometimes i could just cry in the middle of walmart or target and but it's just being sensitive to what he has for us and so it's very important to be vulnerable and when you're uncomfortable i know we talked about that before recording that uncomfortability that we feel sometimes is when he's about to move big and so we have to just step forward so it's like you with the podcast, like, you know, you kind of rock back and forth for a little while. Then you're just like, he keeps telling me to do it. Yep. So why do I keep putting it on the back burner? And I struggled with that as well. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to have enough time. But even though, like I said that he has always provided time somehow oh, or another. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, crazy. Yes. Yeah, so this week is Thanksgiving week and I want to take quote unquote off. Yeah. But he's like, hey, I'm giving you Saturday off until this afternoon so you can get things done. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm going to utilize that. And that's that whole balancing everything. And it's, it is tough, but you, you get it worked out. Yes. 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 All right. So I'm going to plug in your podcast below because I would love for my listeners to hear it. But do you want to kind of just, I know you kind of briefly just uh, talked about it, but your last episode, do you want to kind of go on an overview about that? The word fear and denial is just what kept coming up to me when I was listening to it. Oh, okay. So fear and denial pretty much and in a nutshell to me, and this might make sense, it might not, mm -hmm. they can be very similar to each other. Um, denial can, you know, I look at denial as like a web of deceit. I mm -hmm. know, and I haven't written about it, it's going to be my second book, but my second book will speak about my last marriage, which it was a horrible marriage, but it was, I learned a lot of grace and a lot of my story that is yet to be written of mm -hmm. I was trapped in a lot of denial of everyone around me was trying to wake me up, but I was going to be the only one that could wake up from that um, because I had to face my denial straight on. Mm -hmm. And what was holding me back on that was fear of becoming who God called me to be. Right. So my sobriety, my recovery really started um, 
for my suicide attempt, which was four years ago. It was actually on my niece's birthday, November 12th. Um, and I didn't realize that it was her birthday because I was mm -hmm. so lost in my own sickness of trying mm -hmm. to please a man, making him change and lost in my addiction of drinking and what have you, um, that I lost myself. And so being told that day by three paramedics, hey, if you don't believe in God, you know, that's a big wake up call of, I always knew there was a God, but I wanted my way. And so right. that's the rendering of really diving into his way. Um, and, and to actually, you know, I put, I put a book that I'd written years ago um, and I was actually going to publish before I met my ex-husband. I put it on hold. I chose a man over my savior and mm. that breaks my heart in itself. But at the same time, it shows God's grace of right. what is meant to be out will come out. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, there's a scripture that it says that, um, you know, what evil meant to harm you, God uses, you know, right. and I can't think of the scripture word for word, um, but you know exactly which one I'm talking right. about. And, you know, I go back to um, Proverbs 9, 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, you know, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That's good. I had to fear the Lord in that aspect in mm -hmm. order to change. Right. And I thought I was the, the most powerful one of, I was going to change a narcissist, right? Mm -hmm. And no one can change a narcissist. Right. Um, so I'm very grateful for my story. I'm very grateful that God poured over multitudes of grace on me um, and gave me a gold knife that day because one of my dreams is to start a nonprofit for suicide prevention, to start a nonprofit for domestic violence. And, um, you know, there's multiple little seeds that he's working on. And it all came from that part of my story. I had to go to the deepest rock bottom of the death valley mm -hmm. and to be able to, you know, I'm not scared of hell anymore because I lived it. I walked mm -hmm. it. And so now it's that feeling of, I understand the misfits. I was one, you know, and I only can do this with his, the courage that he gives me, Right. you know, um, I believe years ago, he gave me a heart that I'm an open book to the world. I want to be, I need to be, um, I'm not scared to get honest with a stranger. I mean, just like mm -hmm. me and you right now, I yep. mean, you are a stranger. I've never hugged you, but I've hugged right. you over the screen. Right. But it's that I wouldn't be scared to do that to another stranger, mm -hmm. you know, that fear of having a conversation because we all deal with denial. We all deal, deal with fear. You know, that's what holds, that's what held me back. You know, I can't speak for anyone else, but that's, that's part of my story. Those were the two words that trapped me in my own cage. And mm -hmm. I never realized that I had the key all along, that he was fighting my battles, but I wasn't letting him. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I in that chaos because I was addicted to it. Mm -hmm. And then once I surrendered and it was just that feeling of, wow, there is a God. And right. he loves me and he forgives me for me returning back to my vomit. You know, that mm -hmm. scripture of like a dog returns back to its vomit. Yep. I kept eating the same vomit thinking it was going to taste better and right. it didn't. 
but it was the same disaster happening over and over and over and so you know fear and denial those two words are very powerful if you let them be powerful um but realizing how sick i was and you know jesus came to heal the sick he he asked us you know do you want to get well and i'm so very grateful that today i do want to get well and i'm i'm willing to sit with others and say hey you're worth it you are loved you know what i mean right like some days i feel like the woman at the well and today i'm not ashamed of that you know i think and this this might be bold but i think church people throw the most stones yes church hurt is real you know i mean (laughs) yeah i mean and that's that needs to be called out we one is holier than thou right we're all humans and jesus loves all come as you are right you know i mean that's why we had pharisees Mm -hmm. you know it's the people that thought they were too good for that and Mm -hmm. i'm just here letting jesus guide me because as long as i hold his hand you know he will direct my steps and my thoughts stay in the moment right and recovery is tough it's not something very tough it's not just a 12 step i feel like every day it's a step you know every step you take is a step forward like you can slip up and you i mean no one's perfect if you slip up and i feel that's where if you're all in for christ and you're like you said you're allowing you know you have the key but he is the the lock of that that can break and so I believe that whenever you are in, you know, you're in that addiction, whatever it can be, it doesn't even have to be drugs. It can be just your cell phone, social media, you know, it can be food, all of those things that I feel like are not talked about as addictions as much as like alcohol and drugs and things like that. Like there are so many things out there that we're addicted to that. And I say we. Yeah. Sex people. I mean, anything shopping. Absolutely. And so, and I feel like you said too, going back to the church, like how you feel that they're throwing stones. And I think that's unfortunately where our culture and society have turned because so many of the churches now are kind of taking God's word, which is the truth. We know it never changes and picking it apart and using what's working for their lifestyles. And so, and that's so hard for the younger generation coming up because they're thinking, well, I can pick part of this of the scripture. And they're not understanding that whole Old Testament, New Testament, that when Christ died and rose again, that new covenant was born. And so I hate that for our society, but it's up to us to share the stories and to share, you know, your recovery story and things like that. That when you're walking through that fire, you're not walking alone. Like he is right there with you. And it is so important to have that mindset. And I think too, like walking in recovery, it's an every, you're having to rewire your brain. You know, you, you know, sometimes you're able to completely remove yourself from the environment and things like that. But I think sometimes God puts us back in those situations to test us but to also use us to minister to others who are lost, like you said. And I do want to give a shout out to Westlake Church. Pastor, I do, yes. Because I know that was one of your questions. And I was like, I'm going to say that. But then it was like, we got sidetracked. So yes, I'm kind of like a mockingbird on crack. My brain goes wherever it is. And, you know, it's like, 
okay, I need to have a structure. And I'm like, no, I don't need this structure. I'd no. say what I need. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'll get that information from you too, because I'll put it down below. Because if someone out there is listening and they're not connected to the house, they need to get connected. And it's important. Um, yes, it's just a building, but that's where fellowship starts. And that's so important um, in your walk with Christ. And then it kind of makes me think about like how we connected. We were mm -hmm. Like it can't, it's crazy to think almost a year ago when you said that, I was like, has it been that long? Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's like, wow. Time yeah, we were in a group chat and you texted me uh, separately and I was just like, this is weird. And I remember before I could respond, like, <laughs> Lord, is this something that you want me to partake in or ignore? Because it's kind of like, you have to do that. You have to have that discernment and uh he never told me no but he never told me yes so i was like i had peace about it and so i was like that's that's good enough for me i'm gonna walk in it and if it's not you're take you're gonna take it out somehow or another and look at this now <laughs> yeah and so that's how it you know we've conversated on and off and we've shared things you know i bought your book i'm so excited to get it to read it and to be able to um I'm not going to say steal some stuff from you, but I probably will do a podcast or something <laughs> over something that I read in the book. You want to see it? I'll show sure it. it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's this. So it's Ink Scoops. And how can people purchase that? Uh, you can either go to Amazon or you can go to my website or um, I'm going to have a separate link and I'll send that to you as well. Um, but yes, so pretty much it is my beginning of my life story. Um, it's my testimony written through the perspective of my tattoos. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very interesting. Uh, years ago, Ink Speaks was not the title. Um, it's funny how, you know, uh, different seasons and different titles and everything is god ordained and he changed it he knew this was one of the reasons why i was born um and this book was to be honest with you very terrifying to let go um mm -hmm. because it is handing the world my my scars um right. my wounds um, my deepest pains but at the same time um that's that's how we heal Right. You know, this is, this is, I'm holding, oh, I'm holding what God used to really uh, change my relationship with him. Mm -hmm. This, this made it very, uh, the intensity of it, right. you know, the beauty, the intimacy of, you know, one of the chapters I wrote about the cross and the resurrection and I have a cross on my shoulder blade and it's funny because i did not pick that um the tattoo artist and my best friend at the time picked that tattoo mm -hmm. and i was not a strong christian uh during that tattoo if i'm honest and the transformation of being able to see how he carried the cross two thousand years ago for me um yeah. and just seeing what he went through um talk about forgiveness that book is about forgiveness mm -hmm. um the forgiveness for me that 
I give to others now. Um, and I'm very grateful. You know, it's all about showing my heart to the world, the, wor the, yeah. the heart God gave me. Um, so very grateful that you bought one. We'll, we'll meet up soon. Um, and it's no judgment. I mean, if you judge me, it's okay. <laughs> but I know you won't. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's calling out the world that we judge people without knowing their story. And yeah. I mean, if I am not spiritually fit, I will judge. Yes. But at right. the same time, I will ask for forgiveness. Right. Because judgment is what, what hurts people. Right. Um, not giving them a chance. Uh, cripples them. So. Right. I think about the story when Jesus said those, if any of you have never sinned, then you cast the first stone and no one did. They all dropped their stones and walked away. So it's kind of like that. Like everyone is a sinner everyone unfortunately has judged at one point in their life and even as a believer you sometimes fall into that and so you have to step back take a deep breath and reevaluate yourself and you know ask for forgiveness just like you said forgiveness is so powerful and I try to tell uh, my teenagers that in youth group because if you you know if somebody upsets you that usually turns into gossip, which turns into anger, which turns into bitterness. And it's just a domino effect of negativeness. And it's just when you have that and then you're around a group of friends or whoever, then it just overflows. So you have to stop it. You have to let it go and let God. <laughs> like that's such a something you see all the time on signs, but it's so powerful. Like you just got to give it to him. It's not worth it. Oh, definitely. And, and like I said, like I, I read it in one of the chapters, I can't remember which one, but it's like, I'm the biggest hypocrite. Like it, if someone calls me that, that's fine. I'll own it because this book was proof that I chose the man over my savior. Like I put this book on the shelf because my ex-husband did not want this the world to read my story. So I put it on the shelf and married him and then had a rude awakening call. Right. But Jesus was like, all right, you ready now? And it's like, yeah, like, I know, I know what I'm here for. Um, so yes, I, I am a big hypocrite, but at the same time, I will love you just like Jesus did. So, you know, I, I'm human. I am yeah. human. I will always be human. So I'm very grateful for that statement. <laughs> I know we have to think too that Jesus was human too. He came down here to live the life just as we did. So he's been through all of the emotions and everything and the betrayal that we unfortunately go through. And it's the way he handled it is how I want to handle it. And so every day getting out there, I know I'm going to run into some Judases and I'm going to have to, I love you anyway. I'm going to run into those Peters who are going to deny him and I'm going to love you anyway. Like, shame on you he's gonna tell you <laughs> uh but yeah, you. yeah let me pray for you yeah I know I and I love that your book is about your tattoos because that's a lot of mine is each one represents a chapter that God has helped me overcome and it's also like when they're visible it's a great conversation starter because a lot of people are like what is that? Like, tell me, did that hurt? And I'm like, no, I was like, but let me tell you why I got it. And yeah. so it's like a little bait that I can hook them and share a little bit of Jesus with them. And so I think that's how God works. Like with your story, like, even though it was 
uh, you know, turmoil and you had trials and you were manipulated from a narcissist, you know, all of those things, it was for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I love now looking at you, just the glow about you, like you can see that God has truly transformed you and every day, you know, it is a battle because you remember words that other people have said and the things that you went through, but you know that our God is so much bigger than all of that. Oh, and that. <laughs> And so that's what helps you keep going and helps you keep going forward. Um, I love that. Um, I know that you did sh- uh, share Proverbs nine ten, but is there any like specific scripture that comes to your mind for somebody who may be struggling with recovery, something that they can cling to? Man, my ultimate, I mean, I got a lot of scriptures that I absolutely love, mm-hmm. right? But the one that really speaks to me and I write about a lot um is Romans 5 8 I loved you at your darkest because that's what I cling at too because you know he loved me through my addictions he loved me through my mistakes you know it's that reminder of don't be discouraged through the mistakes that you make because through my mistakes he offered grace and he offered you know it goes back to the serenity prayer you know that it's there, there's so much, so much in recovery that you can just hold on to because if I never make mistakes then I never grow right I'm perfect you know mm-hmm. in my opinion I never want to graduate in recovery you know recovery mm-hmm. and church or let me rephrase that Jesus and recovery are the two things that I will speak about until the day I die because those mm-hmm. are the two things that saved me and that you know they're the reason why I'm here you know, it's that my story is meant to be shared just like yours. Right. I feel like, you know, that that's pretty much my last page of, okay, you've read my story. Now share yours. Mm-hmm. I challenge you to share yours because this was my sweat, my tears, my pain, you know, everything that was uncomfortable. It's easier for me to be on a computer screen and to write and no one see it. Right. right. And then, I mean, this, this might make sense to some people might not, but it's easier for me to have a conversation and tell you my story rather than you pick this up and read it in your bed. And I don't know your reaction. Right. right? And then after you read it, the next time you see me, is there going to be judgment mm-hmm. or are we going to be the same? Right. You know I mean, just because you found out, about my addictions and my rapes and everything does that change your perspective that you you know what i mean like it's just that i got vulnerable with you and i let you see that side of me and i might not know that side of you and that's okay but it's just we're not on the same playing field Mm -hmm. i mean and that's my challenge to everyone that reads it get on that same playing field because that's what God's called us to do. Share our stories. That's how we see hope. And that's how we see miracles. Right. If he performs a miracle in your life and you don't share about it, you're holding his glory, mm-hmm. right? Because his glory is meant to be known. Right. None of us deserve it. I do not deserve the grace that he poured over my life. I should be either behind bars or in a casket. Right. And I'm not. So now it's that feeling of 
I'm going to be loud about my Jesus. I'm be a Jesus freak to the world. <laughs> and it's okay if people throw stones because you know what? They ain't going to hit me because he's That's good. Yeah. You know I mean, it's good. So, yeah. And I think a lot of times with books, I don't think that we find the books. I think the books find us. Yes. And so, that's my prayer. That that yeah. has been my prayer years ago, that this book is placed in the hands yeah. that are lost, that need Jesus. Right. That Jesus has been ser- not searching for because, right. you know what I mean? Like, it, it's like what you said, that it's going to be placed in the hands that he ordained for. Right. And that's, that's an answered prayer for me. Hundred percent, and I think too, like even to the hands of women who have went through that and are in recovery, or you know, have battled that. But on this side of it, it's a reminder of how far not only you have come, but how far they personally have come in their individual walk. And so that's going to be a great reminder. It's it's going it's going to set some people on fire. I feel that the word conviction comes up, and I mean that in like a loving way. Like some somebody's going to get some conviction, but it's going to be the positive conviction, like man, if she can turn her life around, I have no excuse. Like there is no excuse just to walk with the Lord. Like it is so available. It's not a, Hey, we have to do a, B and C. All we have to do is say yes. Yes. Like I want you in my life. And then that's when the pools I believe start unfolding. Like that goes back to the connection being in, you know, involved in relationships with other believers, people who have the same interests as you uh i know here in uh i believe it's splendora they have celebrate recovery and so i know so many women that went there and i went there as well and so having that in that environment you're around people who are not going to judge you because the one sitting next to you has probably done the exact same thing that you have done if not more and so that's just that whole start start and i know that they're faith-based they don't push you know so much on it but they kind of they're like you said earlier, watering it just little by little. <laughs> that's that's actually in my book. My yeah. mom was a uh, celebrate recovery facilitator years ago. That's awesome. So, yeah, it, it's crazy how I another mean another connection. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it's just funny how God connects the dots. It's, yeah. But you know what? He knows everyone, so it's like yeah. if you're meant to meet someone, he'll connect those dots, and then you just yeah. end up amazed of wow. But at the end of the day, we're all people. We are all people. And I mean, that's just, you know, this book is just a reminder of we are human. We all have scars. We all have stories. And, you know, we all need Jesus. We do. (laughs) Thank God. Like I used to, I used to be so angry at my mom when she would just come up to me and be like, you need Jesus. And I'd be like, just shut up. Like leave me alone. Stop praying for me. And I think it's so cool because that's me and her. This is her thumbprint. And that's my pointer finger. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's, she had all her old little ladies praying for me and you know, it's a, it's a power of prayer. That's the reason why I'm here. You know, people in the church prayed that, I, man, I don't even know what they prayed, but it, it's just, I don't need to know, you know, right. he answers, every, he answers prayers, whether it's a yes, yeah. no, maybe wait, um, right. or even, you know, I think it's hilarious and I think it's funny I'm sharing this. Um, while I was praying that my marriage was saved, my ex-marriage, 
my mom was praying that he would have an affair, right? <laughs> and today, today, I'm very grateful he did. Right. Because it was my way out. I didn't see that at the time, right? But today, I'm grateful that my prayers were not answered in my right. mom. You know and what I mean? Yeah, and in a sense, they were answered. Like he's he protected you. He yes. you know he detoured you for a reason, and so you could be here today, stepping forward yes. into your calling. So and that's huge. And I know it probably didn't seem like that in the time, and I've been in relationships no. like that. But I love being on this side and looking back and being like, I know where I was then, and I know how I felt. I know how that person made me feel, but. I know what I feel like right now. I know like how God makes me feel and, you know, and relationships like that, like so many women who fall into addiction and things like that, they try to find everything that they want. They can get from the Lord and other people, whether it's other women or other men or whatever, when reality, everything that we need comes from the Lord. And so that's that whole having that just like, that Paul revolution, you know, from, I love, that's my favorite conversion in the Bible is from Saul to Paul and how, if God can use somebody who went after, you know, Christians and believers, and then to be able to share the gospel and to transform so many lives, then he can use me. So. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I definitely relate with Paul. Definitely. And yeah. that, I love that you bring that up because that was the sermon last weekend. And it was just that feeling of, I'm called to be a Paul. Like I've, I've lived Saul and I used to, you know, make fun of Jesus freaks and throw stones at them and, you know, do crazy things that I'm not proud of if I'm on it, but it's just that feeling of now I can sit with the people that have done the same things Mm -hmm. and not judge them. Right. You know what I mean? And to not be scared to pray with them. Yeah. You know, I used to be terrified to pray because I didn't understand it, right? Until it was that it's just a conversation, right? Whether it's a simple baby prayer or mm-hmm. whether it's one that's more detailed with scriptures, he right. understands both. He right. just loves when we speak to him. Mm-hmm. And it's just getting out of my comfort zone. And being like, okay, now I'm going to be a prayer warrior and I'm going to have fun with it. And I'm going to just pray with strangers just yeah. because he's told me to, you know. And sometimes that's the most, I'm not saying that it's not rewarding any other time, but that is like such a more rewarding when you're praying with a stranger. And then somehow or another, they come back up to you and they're like, you prayed for me a couple of weeks ago, or you prayed for me last week. And guess what? And it's just like, ah, <laughs> It's, it's just glory to God in all of that moment. Like, you know, we step aside and allow the spirit to just speak. And I have so many times like that. My husband and I, we are part of the prayer team at church. And so we'll do that during meet and greet. And people have done that. He's prayed or I prayed and people keep have come back and said, you guys prayed for me and this happened. And it's such a beautiful thing to think like, man, like, God hears everything. Like there's so many people chattering, 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 calling him in like, Hey, I'm important. No, I'm important. But he hears each one of us specifically. And that's such a beautiful thing. Like, Oh yes, Yeah. It's really good. All right. So do you want to tell everyone where they can listen to your podcast at? You're so cute. <laughs> um, right now it is on anchor and Spotify. It'll soon be on Apple. Um, 
but yes, as of right now, still on Spotify and um, what did I just say? Anchor. And then if you want to also go to my website, which is Misfit Masterpieces, which I'll send you that link later, um, you can go on there as well. It's on YouTube as well. So it's slowly. Yeah, it's. I didn't really like social media. I still kind of don't, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just uh, getting out there, you know? Yeah, and it's a great tool to use. It is. Right, you just got to I'm doing it afraid. I'm doing it afraid. Yes. So, yeah. And you're getting rewarded. Even when you don't, like, people who you think are not, you know, connecting to you are connecting to you. Like I'll have random people like at church and they're like, I heard this. I'm like, I had no idea that you even like listen to me that you, you know, I'll hear my daughter quote things that I've said in a podcast. And I'm like, man, oh, you're listening to me. Like you're listening to me. I'm like, well, at least you're listening. There's some kind of like, so my teenagers listening to me. So glory to God. Like, thank you, Jesus. Like, but it is it's working and that's what like those are those and it always happens when you know i'm in that moment of like it's like a funk like yes. man like i need is this it like you, you get in your head unfortunately and so that's that human coming you know that flesh fleshness coming out and it's so hard but and you struggle and it's like is oh, this yeah. it like why yeah. am i doing this yeah. I'm vulnerable and no one's listening and then it's that feeling of you know just like you said someone comes up to you and they say something mm -hmm. it's like wow yeah. one person makes a huge difference so thanks yes. yeah absolutely thank you I mean even just your stuff like I'm excited to hear you grow and to just see what oh. God has in store so it's going to be really good and I'm going to be like I remember us jibber jabbering my fourth cup of coffee. Like I wouldn't shut up so she could talk. Like <laughs> we're gonna have conferences. We are gonna have conferences. Uh, yes, yeah. God is gonna. Uh, he's gonna. It's funny you say that because I have a meeting next week to start planning our women's conference. So that's so funny that you even mentioned again oh. a confirmation that he's. He knows. He knows everything. Yes, he does. Talk about right. that earlier, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So because we are on the coffee and mana series, I do have two questions. Uh, you want the serious one or the funny one first? Either one. Pick All right. Whatever you got. What do I have in order? I don't even know if I wrote it down. Oh, I do. Yes. <laughs> yes. So number one, it is a serious one. What advice do you have for any woman who is hesitant to step into their calling? Oh, it doesn't get easier, but if you just do one step at a time and you just breathe. That's good. And you you pray. Mm -hmm. Pray for guidance and wisdom and do it scared. I yep. mean, fear fear can hold you back from your best life. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just you can't have, and I mean, this isn't my words, but this is just what's out there. You can't have faith and fear at the same time. So if you have faith and you trust God has a bigger plan for you, because my God is a big God. He right. can't me down. I just have to trust that. 
And if I rely on him, then fear goes away. Right. So do it scared. I mean, run in that pool and just jump and yeah. make a splash because right. doing it scared <laughs> might impact someone. And, you know, or you can impact yourself and, you know, you grow. Courage yeah. does not come easy. But if you pray for it, then it's produced. Right. I had a, I met with someone earlier this week and they told me that instead of, because I talked about, I always like to pray over things that I'm doing. And obviously that's what we should do. Uh, and I was talking to her and telling her that I was going to be meeting with you and things like that. And she said, is there a word that keeps coming up? I said, fear. And she's like, fear needs to fuel your faith. And I was like, Ooh, I'm writing that down and I'm using that. So uh, it's true. Let it activate your faith. Let it go to something, take something negative and turn it into a positive. So it was really good. And the second question, which is my favorite question. Uh, what is your favorite coffee and from where? Uh, my favorite coffee comes from the Dominican Republic. Okay. Yes. Um, I want to say it's like Santo Domingo. It's actually like the capital. Um, it's beyond amazing. If I had a bag, I would show it to you, but I'm all out. Um, haven't been there in like a, uh, two years now. Um, but it is the only coffee that I can drink black. Oh, okay. Because I have to do like creamer and like some sugar, but that is the only coffee that I can drink black because it has so much flavor. I've been to the Dominican Republic four times. And so every time I go there, yeah, I, I don't do creamer or sugar. I just drink it pretty much as it is but that's where god revealed my heart to me so i'm a missionary from there so okay. i'm actually trying to start a um orphanage there so that's awesome yes that has my favorite coffee it's amazing so one day i'll buy you some and we can have some we can actually meet in person and i'm never gonna say no to coffee. like i am all about like we go to busters here in town and i like my favorite christmas coffee it's chestnut praline. And I was oh, like, can you guys? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm like, can y'all make chestnut praline? And she's like, uh, no, we can't this year. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to go to Starbucks. But that's the only time I go to Starbucks is this, the winter time. Yes. And yes, it's amazing. Oh yes. my gosh, it's hilarious that you say that. Yes. Because yeah. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. I don't, is it out yet? It's out oh, yet. November 3rd, it came out. <laughs> Every year I am like on it. Like, when is it coming out? Like, I'm going. Like, and my husband already knows. Like, I went grocery shopping one morning on that particular day just so I could go get coffee on my way to grocery shop. So I'm gonna go get one of those after this because yes, yes I, I asked them in October and they're like, no, not yet. And I was like, mm, okay. Because yeah. I don't really go to Starbucks much. Yeah. Like you know that that's a treat right but, yeah that's yeah, the only coffee i go for there and other than that it's busters are at home like and but maybe next year they'll if i spend enough money on coffee they'll be like we're gonna do this for you bethany <laughs> uh, i'll pray for that yes please i would appreciate that uh, yeah maybe i'll send this to Kaylin, which is the manager and be like hey I talked about you. Can That's you hook true. me up? Like, can you hook me up? 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate you hanging out and just sharing your heart and your story and um, giving kudos all to the Lord because we wouldn't be meeting if it wasn't for him having that uh, divine appointment, even if it was a text message. So, uh, yeah. So I encourage anyone out there who gets a random text message, just send an emoji and go with it. Like, <laughs> it works. It's beautiful. It's crazy. It is. It's good. So, all right. Well, I appreciate you hanging out again. And I'm super excited for everyone to hear your story and to prayerfully grab your book. Cause I know there's a lot of women that listen that could definitely get double dip between me and you both. And uh, God can really work on them. So, well, I all right. You. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. For fun. We got to do it's this. Always so much fun. Hey, you froze. <laughs>